It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. And listeners-sponsored is, uh, is in fact the phrase for this upcoming segment. Uh, as we get toward the end of the week, uh, during our 2020 fundraiser, we are asking different people to come on and, uh, and state... Uh, why this broadcast and this network is so essential to the global Jewish world in the attempt and the effort to get everybody out there to support us. As you know, we've said this many times, a lot of our revenue streams are now dormant. That's the kind and soft way of saying it. <laughs> there, are other, there are other ways that I've described them. Uh, so we need as much financial support from our listeners as possible. We need you to be part of our 2020 fundraiser. Yesterday, and i got to mention this before I introduce Rabbi Zwickler, yesterday we got some amazing donations including one of a, a wonderful amount. I, 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 think, I think if I said it publicly, uh, the people who, who sent it, um, I, I don't know. I have no idea if, they would be, uh, uh, if they'd be in favor of me announcing the amount or not, uh, frankly. But anyway, it was a very, very generous amount uh, from New Jersey, and it said this grant for continuing Jewish educational programming was recommended by this family with thanks for all the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting does for the Jewish community, particularly the Israel Show, which keeps everyone informed as to what's happening in Israel. And that's a reference, obviously, to Mayor Weingarten's uh, Monday morning show. And uh, I thank uh, I thank him and our entire staff of staff and volunteers. And I thank the people who sent in that generous donation and to everybody who's been so active, both at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and by sending checks and foundation checks. Uh, to our address, uh, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. Well, I, I'm going to have to go through the whole history here, but Rabbi Zwickler is on, and when he is on, uh, I mean, every, everyone knows that uh, the beginnings and the and the majority of the time that JMNAM has existed, it was one of the staples of the Metro West Jewish community with tremendous support, interest, and encouragement by uh, places like West Orange, Livingston, and many other towns in that area. Um, and then, of course, we moved to Hudson County and then eventually to New York City, where we are now. And thank God the, um, uh, the support comes now from around the world, uh, from the majority of the states in the United States and from a lot of different countries around the world, obviously uh, most prominently from Israel. And uh, we're asking everybody for their support as we introduce Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler, who not only is Rabbi of Congregation Avos Achim and A. Jacob and David since 2004, he is one of those Nahum Siegel Network staff members. And you know what the rule is. Once you become a Nahum Siegel Network staff member, you can never leave. Uh, who's with us every week because Avrami features his web dvar, his uh, beautiful dvar Torah that you can find on YouTube. If you just search Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler uh, every single Saturday night when we kick off our our program, our new programming for the week with Saturday Night Seagull. With all that and the big introduction, Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. How are you? It's uh, wonderful to be here. You know what I'm thinking, Nachum? I'm listening to you talk about the very beginnings, starting off here in this area in Metro West, and then you're moving over to Jersey City, Hudson County, and then you're moving to, back to New York City. And I'm thinking, you know, with this terrible pandemic, there are so many people who are leaving the city. Right. So I'm thinking to myself, you know, Nachum, if you want to come back to West Orange, <laughs> we'll make the space for you. <laughs> what what and are then, the what are the rules? Is is there, is there that two week isolation and all that that I'd have to go through? 
<laughs> Nothing for you. We'll take you with open arms. <laughs> with open arms. You might make an exception to that rule. Uh, yeah, it is interesting that, look, I mean, it's no secret, and this has been the focus of our fundraising letter for this season, and it's been the focus of everything I've said on the air over the last few months. It is no secret that uh, the greatest chesed that God has done for me and my family, my staff, and this network is that he has kept us healthy, Bliyayin Hara, thank God, and we've been here every single day throughout the entire thing. Yeah, based in Manhattan, where a lot of people, as you just indicated, have escaped from. Uh, but we have been here, thank God, every day, even Cholomoid and even legal holidays, and and thank God that that continues and it should continue. And and Rabbi Zwickler, look, you have the distinction of leading a very active and very large Jewish community. I, I'm sure that your synagogue is among the largest Orthodox uh, synagogues in the entire country. There's no doubt about it. And uh, and you know what community is about. You know what community is about, and you know what the desire people have to be with community. Uh, it's funny because people who have returned to synagogue have commented to me, you know, it's it's wonderful, and believe you me, I'm I'm happy we're back, and I'm glad I can show this devotion to God. But you know, with the social distancing and not being able to schmooze after davening, after of course, and no kiddish, it's still you know we still crave that whole experience. We like to be part of a community. And Rabbi Zwickler, throughout the last few months of this one thing we've been able to do, it's maintain a community right here on the air. Yeah, nothing. You you are the Marida Asra of the 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 uh, Jewish virtual community. Right. Um, you know, you, you said one thing that you said before that you've been able to be on air over the last uh, several months through everything, and you said here every day. It's not just now; it's always when the Jewish people are going through an amazing, wonderful time celebrating Yom Tov, celebrating you know, an amazing. Um, occasions, and then when the Jewish people are going through tzaras, going through a difficult time, one thing that's always a constant is J.M. and E.A.M. It's a constant in our lives. Um, you know, whether, whether you want to know what's going on in, in Israel, whether you listen to Malcolm on Friday, which is an amazing experience listening to you and, and uh, Malcolm speak about the situation in Israel, or you're on for Rabbi Goldwasser or Debray Torah, whatever it may be, for so long you have been a staple, a part of the community. And um, I always love when you end up, you know, uh, announcing donations from these far-flung places of, of, on Earth. Um, <laughs> and it, it, just, it just shows the weight. It just shows the, you know, the power of being able to uh, to touch the neshamas of so many Jews. You know, it's funny, um, It's funny, Rabbi Zwickler, you mentioned that, because I've had a lot of fun, as you know, with New Mexico and Michigan and Pennsylvania and Virginia. And but then, Chile. What about Chile? Chile. And, and Chile. But then, but then, and Switzerland and Australia. But then my, my hardcore listeners call me and say, you know, it is New York and New Jersey that's keeping you alive. I know it's really nice to get the money from New Mexico, but you know it's us that are really the backbone of your, and I hope, oh, good point. Very, I, I got to remember that as I thank everybody in New York and New Jersey. <laughs> right, right. And, and the truth is, I think for many of us, we ask the question and be like, what would the world for us be like community-wise if we didn't have you at the, at the helm, um, you know, steering our ship as far as a united Jewish community is concerned? And look through the pandemic. You're right. Uh, one of the things that we didn't have was the physical community, albeit you know, most uh, many shuls uh, went on to Zoom for shiurim for um, different uh, interactions and connection. We certainly did. We took our whole shul um, 
onto Zoom, with the exception, of course, of uh, of the actual Minion itself and Dvarim right. uh, Shabik of course. Um, but, um, you know, we're still in backyards. We're not even back in the shul uh, as of yet. And, um, you know, I, I can't help but think that during all of this time, when people couldn't leave their homes, you know, when people were, there were many people who were very, very uh, panicked, very scared. I know myself. I mean, I was sick for 14 days. Well, I didn't even know um, that. I'm sorry to hear that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was sick for 14 days. I was in my basement. Wow. Um, very, yeah, very, very, uh, very difficult time. Uh, but Baruch Hashem, I had it a, a lot better than many other people. Yeah. Um, but I know one thing, that, that with all of the anxiety that came along, all the stress that came along with the current period of time, there was that constant, and that constant in our lives, the ability to hear a selection of Jewish music, to the ability to hear the comforting, um, you know, uh, voice of Nachum Siegel, it was always there. And um, that's a, a really powerful message because it's been there for, for decades. And uh, Nachum, you represent uh, to our community, um, I think, a strength, a sense of strength, a sense of, uh, of legacy, and really a sense of community and, and connection. And uh, Hashem should only bless you that you should continue with your family to be in good health, to be able to inspire, continue to inspire the Jewish the Jewish community for many, many years to come. Well, I can't thank you enough for that, Rabbi Zwicklinov. I had a small role in keeping you company during that isolation period. And uh, wow, I, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm, your words are, uh, are 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 really inspiring. Uh, everybody out there, uh, you know what we ask. You know what we ask when we bring on a personality like Rabbi Zwickler and ask him to spend a few minutes with us. We ask very simply that you uh, heed his advice and support us as best as you can. There are two main methods. There are other methods as well, but the two main methods, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and uh, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. Rabbi Zwickler, for a moment, I want to go back to the point about community because um, a friend of mine who's very, very tuned into the Jewish world to serve as executive director at different places, etc., he always says to me, the only thing that people like doing more than complaining about dinners and weddings is going to dinners and weddings, meaning, <laughs> meaning that everyone complains about all these events. But as we just described with the kiddish and with the, you know, unfortunately everything moving virtual, etc., the reality is we crave to be together. And whether it's, you know, for other reasons like networking and business or just to in fact, be together and see how everyone is doing and be part of the larger Jewish family. We really do enjoy that. So as hard as it is to believe, and I'm sure your schedule is a lot different these days, as hard as it is to believe, many of us are going to be welcoming back, whether we know it or not, <laughs> the dinners, weddings, and all the big events. Yeah, uh, but we're going to see a world that's going to be very different. And, um, you know, we wish things would just go back uh, back to the way they were, and uh, unfortunately, I don't think that they're going to be back that way for a while, as, at least if that's what we're told. Um, but I, I would say, you know, you mentioned before about um, about what, what I'm busy with. I, I would say, first of all, there's, there, and I'm hearing this from other, um, from my colleagues, from other Rabbanim as well, which is there's an incredible intensity Right. in what's happening today as far as uh, the, the rabbinate and leadership is concerned. I mean, yes, you're right. There there aren't the lachaims to go to. There aren't the weddings and the bar mitzvahs and all that stuff. But 
but there is this this intensity with communication and with email with people struggling. I mean, uh, you know, Lo Alena during the pandemic, there were so many people who couldn't have, um, you know, couldn't have access to legitimate levayas or legitimate shiva um, and weren't able to mourn in what we would call a, quote, normal way. And um, there, there's so much that goes along with that. People who were struggling seeing family members who they couldn't even see being sick in the hospital, they couldn't even visit, they couldn't even call and just relied upon a doctor. There, there's a tremendous, and even now since things have slowed down, Baruch Hashem, there's just this tremendous sense of, of intensity. The only way I can describe it is intensity yeah. I, that I, we've seen over the last number of years. I, I would even add to that, first of all, the rabbis are swamped. And anybody who wants to hear, I've been in touch with a lot of rabbis, in addition to Rabbi Zwickler. Everyone is swamped, and, and with many of the things Rabbi Zwickler just mentioned, uh, in addition to trying to comfort people who, frankly, are out of jobs or now have lost family members or are going to have trouble moving forward just those categories can keep you busy all day and then there's so many so many other things uh but in addition to the uh, uh to everyone uh, to everyone being busy there's so much happening uh at the last minute there's so there's so many things that are ever changing with policies and now what i i literally just emailed someone now what's the story with this shabbos you know <laughs> do we have to sign up for minion for this shabbos is it just show up and you know like every and, yeah. it, and it's not just this shabbos it's every day the mincha minyanim and and the way they're being yeah. conducted and and those are just minyanim imagine all the other things that are going on as people reopen try to get back into a a normal routine and and it seems like everything because of the ever changing atmosphere has to be done at the last minute. And for people who are used to being organized and prepared, it adds a tremendous amount of stress to the whole situation. Right, and, and I would add to that that, you know, look, you have, you know, when, certainly in, in my shul, which we have a big shul, Baruch Hashem, and by the way, Nachum, you have always been there throughout the years whenever our shul has a function that we want uh, marketed. You've been always so gracious and always there to promote it, and we have so much HaKarosato for that. Um, but you know, like uh, one of the things is 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 certainly um, you're changing on the fly when you have right. a, a, a big shul. Right. That's you know, nice. you don't you don't have. There are certain people who are like, oh come on, you know, we, we need to be in the shul already. There are other right. people like, listen, I don't want to go to a, to a minion for for a year. I'm scared. Um, and you have to be able to to balance and try to you know level to the certain the, the certain place where. Not everyone is going to be happy. I'll just throw in a little twist, uh, which I mentioned this week on my points to ponder that I have every morning, um, is that the, the Pasuk says that when Aaron lit the menorah, he did it al mulpneha menorah, which Rashi explains means that the, 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 the flames of the menorah were all facing the emsai, were facing the middle. And um, I, I thought to myself, what lesson could it possibly be with the flames facing the middle? Maybe maybe the Rabbanu Shalom is trying to teach us that extremes are not something that are going to work out in a positive way for us. If you're too far to the right, if you're too far to the left, you have to find, as the Rambam writes, the Shavil HaZahav, finding that golden path where you're able to sort of balance. And I think everything in life is balanced, right? When we're younger, yeah. we think the world is black and white. When we get older, we see that the world is gray. And we have to find that delicate balance, which is, you know, when it comes to Allah, certainly which is um, um, certainly within the, the teachings of our, our Mesorah and the continuation of our Mesorah, but even when it comes to social matters, like, for example, of, you know, when we're, when we're ready to engage on a different level as far as either shul is concerned or with people is concerned, you know, there's always going to one extreme or the other extreme tends not to be very healthy. 
finding that middle balance, I think, is what life is really about. And I would say also, Nachum, one of the things I've always said about you, and you and I have had these conversations before, is that there are very few people in this world who could command the respect of, I would say, the majority of the Jewish people in being able to balance so elegantly and so perfectly um, you know, so many different types of personalities and types of hashkafos. And that's you, and that's what JMNAM is all about, and that's what it's always been. And you've been able to maintain that throughout the years, and that's another reason why I'm so amazed by what happens on JMNAM. I appreciate that. I'll uh, give credit to my parents for that. They used to say about my father, he was the only person who spoke to Golda Meir during the day and the brisker of at night. And Halavai wow. <laughs> at times would be similar, but I, I think again, if you if you adjust for the times, if you adjust for the generations, I think we've been able to maintain that type of focus of trying to be in touch and dialogue with uh, with as many people, like you said, the majority of people in the Jewish world. Uh, everybody out there, I want to thank those who've already donated because a lot of people over the last couple of months have already donated to JMNAM and the Nachum Siegel Network. Those of you who haven't, please join us. It's fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler has been the full spiritual leader, full-time rabbi of the congregation of Asachim and Jacob and David in West Orange since 2004 for the last 16 years. He has seen the growth of this show and this network uh, almost up close and personal, we could say, and now is actually part of our network because his Dvar Torah is featured every Saturday night when Avrami starts the week for us with our new programming. Uh, and he's asking, and, we're, and I'm asking that everybody support us to the greatest degree possible. We thought, Rabbi Zwickler, and I always get this wrong. In 35 years, I've always gotten this wrong. I joke with Rabbi Fast because I always get the, the Aliyah trends wrong also, and he always gets them right. But I always get this wrong that, that a pandemic or something, you know, earth-shattering, whatever it is that you want to name uh, that we've seen over the last 35 years, would, would affect us in an adverse manner and would you know eliminate the majority of our listeners. And exactly the opposite happened. The first donation we got in this fundraising season arrived before Pesach in an envelope in this studio. And it was okay. from it was from somebody who normally will give a uh, a nice donation, a hundred dollars, hundred eighty dollars, whatever it is. I open up the envelope. It's a check for five hundred dollars. And I called him and I said, you know, I, I thank you so much. You know, I I keep thinking. I said to him. That this is the end, you know, that 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 who's going to be paying attention to what we're doing at this point with the whole world focused on staying alive, you know. And he says, uh, no, we need you, and we need you now more than ever. And that, of course, became the theme of our fundraising letter, which people could find on the website. And and it hit me. It hit me that, no, this isn't a time to stop or a time to, to reconsider that it's time to end things. Just the opposite. It's time to accelerate things because, yes— this program, no matter who's at the helm, is needed more than ever. This feeling of community, of unity, uh, the, uh, bringing updates to people, real hardcore medical updates or Torah perspective updates or community perspective updates on this pandemic can only be heard here and nowhere else. And min, min, yeah. minion discussion can only be heard here. My frustration with government leaders vis-a-vis -vis the Jewish world can only be heard here. So, th so this is the place uh, where we continue to gather on a daily basis, and I hope that everybody helps keep us going. And I can't thank you enough for your words, and um, and stay healthy, stay healthy, and stay well. And uh, and we should be together soon enough in that in that beautiful sanctuary and simcha hall 
of Ava Sacham and A. Jacob and David. I, I assume you're one of the few and, people who's walked into the building in recent weeks. Yeah, you know, uh, just the other day, I walked in, uh, getting something from my office. I walk into the main shul, and you just want to cry. Yeah. And uh, you look at that Nair Tumid, and the Nair Tumid is, of course, lit. And even though there aren't any people, the Nair Tumid is lit. And when I walk into the sanctuary, you say, you know, that sanctuary, that main shul, to me, you know, as you mentioned your father before, you know, Zechran of Rafa, um, I, I think of the, the house that Rabbi Marcus built. Um, right. I think of you know when you think of your of your father Rabbi Marcus uh, Zolgesundsein, um, and um, the the previous generation to the next generation, and um, you know we have been through all kinds of challenges in our generation. The previous generation, you know, you go back and you read some of the drushas of various rabbanim throughout the different periods of time, and it's interesting to just even look at a couple of drushas from rabbis during the pandemic in 1918, and you see the way that they looked at the world, and here we are today in our own pandemic, and you think of um, as much as things change, certain things don't change. And one of the things that I would say for our community is that uh, waking up in the morning and hearing Modani played on JM in the AM, and hearing the voice of Nachum Siegel or or Mayor or whoever, you know, or Matis, whoever's filling in when Nachum's not there, it's something which is a constant, and it's become just like our Modani. And uh, Rabbanu Shalom should bless you with many, many more good years of health to continue to be there for Kuala Yisrael. Rabbi Zwickler, I thank you. Thank you so much, and best regards to everybody in West Orange. Thank you, thank you. Be well, Nachum. Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler, spiritual leader, Congregation of Asachim and A. Jacob and David in West Orange, New Jersey, involved in everything. Local day schools, organizations, helping people on an individual level, a family level. He has become a true Jewish leader in the sense of the prior generation. And that is a compliment. <laughs> that is quite a compliment. Uh, you can go to his, uh, you can go to his uh, YouTube page, subscribe to Rabbi Zwickler's uh, web dvar. That's the one that we play on Saturday nights during Saturday Night Siegel. And you can also heed Rabbi Zwickler's advice and head to our special website, fjbunity.org. And by the way, the letter is there, and you may want to read that letter. Now that we're in June and you're looking back at everything that's happened over the pandemic, it might give you a good perspective and a key reminder about what was going on in March and April, what was going on during the month of Nissan, that deadly month for us this year. Um... Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org for Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. It has the name Unity in it. It literally has the word Unity in the address uh, to to donate money. Uh, Also, you could, uh, as many people are doing, especially through the the communal funds and um, and the foundations, you could just send a check directly. It's Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002.